hello and welcome to a special episode of West Franklin Talks. My name is Dave Cruz and we are here with the delightful, intellectual, insightful, going to break it all down for us, master of knowledge of revelation, the one and only Matt Pearson. I'm not sure what to do with that, Dave. I set you up. I'm setting the bar really, really high. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, no? Okay. You want me to... Hey, I'm no, here with some peon no, who thinks this. he might know a little bit about uh, Revelation. It's probably more accurate, Okay, but I, let's, I appreciate the first one. Let's let's go, Master of No Knowledge. <laughs> we're here because you came to me the other day and said, hey, I can... Uh, we're starting Revelation this Sunday. Yep. And you, as the brilliant strategist you are, said oh, we're going to do the whole book in six weeks. <laughs> brilliant. Because you like a Ab- challenge. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I like a challenge, and I just like to, I like to make myself real uncomfortable. Yes, well, I, we can do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we're going to have you preaching like a Speedo or something. Okay. That'll be really All uncomfortable right. for you yeah, and my, everybody my else. cheetah one, I hope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have crossed the line now. <laughs> Getting a little crazy. Getting yes. a little crazy. So yeah. You came you came back from vacation and you grabbed me and said, Hey, listen, I've got I've got some things that I think will help set up our, our conversation through the book of Revelation. Let's do a special episode of, of West Franklin Talks. So folks who listen can have this opportunity to get some thoughts for you. We talked long and hard about well, is it better to preach it? But you were like, if I do that, it's going to take up at least half of the time. And then we're down to like five and a half weeks to get through the whole book of Mm -hmm. Revelation. Mm -hmm. And you just didn't think that was possible. Yeah. And and I stopped my Saturday letters for the summer. And um, and that was good timing on your part. (laughs) Way to go, strategist. So, yes. If you can't tell, we're a little we're a little uh, saucy yeah, right now the, with one another. It's still in the middle of VBS, man. You know, and, yeah, and we just recorded one episode, yeah. and we're like, let's go do a Yay, second one because we're we like uncomfortable. We are gluttons for yeah. something. No, I start. I just wrote down some introductory thoughts um, the other day, Dave, and I thought I don't have to say these, or I could say these in a sermon, and as you said, it could just take up a lot. Or let's just let's just throw it out there in a podcast. And Sunday morning, if people are there and they haven't heard this, and they're like. What's his approach? Then I can refer to them to this podcast, and they can go back and listen. And we can shame them for never listening we to could. the podcast. We could, which I might. So what I have here are, I'm calling them caveats, some things I just want to say to everybody who comes to the Revelation series, to, to, just to say, and just so you know kind of my approach, some of my thoughts, some of the things under the waterline that's, that's uh, helping direct me as I, as I approach this series. Uh, this series is going to go six weeks. Um, it, uh, we're going to have two weeks and then take a break, July 3rd. Mm-hmm. Josh Lynn will be preaching that Sunday. That is not an excuse to uh, not come to church. No, it's one, one service. Yes, thirty. Uh, July 3rd, and then we're going to pick up and have four more weeks uh, in, in Revelation. I'm going to yes. go straight through. I'm going to take several chapters at a time. So I would encourage you to read yes. the book of Revelation because we're just not going to have time to read the whole book, of course, on a Sunday morning. I'm going to pick and choose some key key texts. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I just wanted to share some some things, um, and I'm going to go through this list fairly quickly. There are 10, 10 right. caveats. Some may overlap, but just kind of know where you know I'm coming from. The first one is this. I have and I am reading a lot of commentaries using a lot of sources. There's scads of stuff written mm-hmm. on the book of Revelation, continuing to be written. But I, I need to share this just, I think, for integrity's sake. I'm being influenced very heavily by Eugene Peterson's works on the book of Revelation. 
He's written two, maybe two and a half books on the book of Revelation. And let me tell you why. Eugene Peterson, in my mind, is an incredible pastor, also an incredible scholar. I read a lot of guys who are great pastors in their writing, but aren't great scholars. And I read a lot of great scholars that are super boring, but they're incredible, incredibly right. academic. Eugene Peterson, as far as his understanding of the Hebrew and Greek languages, the languages written in the Bible, knows the languages very well, but he writes from a pastoral heart. And so, yes, I'm being influenced by all sorts of different commentaries and all different sorts of resources. However, if if you hear me say something during this series and go back and read a Eugene Peterson book and think, I've heard that before, I want to give credit where credit is due. Sure. I'm being influenced by him, probably most outside the Bible uh, on this series. Second caveat, this is a six-week series. Not everything will be covered. What? I know. How could I, you? I know. Unless, unless y'all want to stay three hours per service on a Sunday, which I'm guessing no one here wants to do, including your pastor, then I would just, just say we're going to 30,000 foot view. We're going to keep the big picture in mind. Caveat number three, every generation has assumed the book of Revelation was talking about them. Right. Every single one. If we're liberal in our approach and generations, let's say 100 years as a generation, then 20 plus different generations have assumed this was talking about them. Now, I got to say, Gen Xers have not thought that's about them because we're the ignored generation. So we know that. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for that caveat. You're welcome. Caveat to the caveat. Yeah. Uh, why is this important? It's because when we read this, there's going to be a lot of times that you think that obviously we're t- it's talking about us now, mm. uh, talking about the United States of America, or talking about Ukraine, or talking about Saudi Arabia, right. or talking about Russia, right. uh, all these things. And maybe it is. Why do we never assume it's talking about like the Bahamas or some of those I, nicer places to go? I, that's a great question. I would, I would could probably get more behind it if question. I thought it was about the Bahamas. <laughs> great question. I hope Jesus is coming back. This week, I'd like him to come back tomorrow before VBS starts again. I mean, I'd be okay right now. Let's go. <laughs> but I, I hope that's the case. But I'm not going to assume that everything in the book of Revelation is talking about North America right now, this generation right yeah. now. Yeah. Every generation has. And if anything, he's talking to the people that he originally wrote it, that, that, yeah. that John is talking to the people he originally wrote this I mean, to. you could expand that even more. Every people group yeah. who has the book of Revelation mm-hmm. would probably go, well, that's talking about us. Yeah. And well, so, if I'm in Ukraine right now, yeah. I'm reading the book of Revelation. I'm saying this is unfolding right before my eyes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, if I was in Nazi Germany. Uh, during that era, yeah, I would. If I was a Jew, I would think this is this is it yep. right now. Yep. So I'm I'm not going to assume. Uh, I hope it's it's now, right? But I'm not going to assume it, right? Um, fourth, a caveat. I'm going to approach this the text of Revelation the same way I approach every sermon. Last minute, <laughs> Saturday night special. Baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean is I'm not going to separate the 66th book of the Bible and approach it differently than the way I do any other book. Gotcha. Um, I'm a, if you've, if you've, many of you probably heard me say this before, especially if you've taken any, any, uh, any of my exposition classes. The text can never mean today what it never meant then. Right. So my, one of my primary jobs as an expositor, and you did this with Third John, um, you did this a couple weeks ago with First John. We, uh, 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 in my opinion, a very good preacher does his or her does. 
All right, let's just go ahead and address some denominations have women pastors. Okay, we're Southern Baptists. We're not there. Matt's not a liberal who's going to go bring in a woman preacher. But if you still need to write a mean email, send it to Dave Jay, Cruz. Jay Lynn. Jay Lynn. <laughs> I even lost my train. A good pastor, he will preach this text and go and say, okay, what did the Spirit of God inspire John to write this down for that audience? Yes. And that's going to be my approach. Right. I do that with every sermon I preach. And so that's that's going to be my goal. I'm not going to separate this out and try to try to be different than the other because I don't believe we're supposed to. Right. Number five, the book of Revelation was written by a pastor to churches. Yes. I'm going to say it again. Not for you to hear, but for our audience. Thanks, because I heard it once. You did. And they did too, but they need to hear it again. I'll hear it again when I edit it. The book of Revelation was sent, was written by and said by a pastor to churches. Yes. Specific, particular churches. John was a pastor. John was a theologian. John was a poet. John was prophetic. God told him what to say, but he wrote it from a pastor's perspective to churches. We can never, ever, ever forget that. Right. If we forget that, divorce that from what's going on in the text, we'll miss the point. Right. Number six, uh, as I've uh, I've listened to the book of Revelation now over the past several months uh, on my morning walks, probably a dozen times, mm. and as I've listened, Dave, I've I've realized that for years and years and years I've been wrong. It just took you years and years and years to realize that. Yeah, Man. I've been saying to people who ask me about the point of Revelation, I say the book the point of the book of Revelation is that in the end Christ wins. Okay, I've been wrong. Okay, that's too limited. Wow. As I listen to Revelation, as I read Revelation, I believe, I hope a huge takeaway for us is that Jesus doesn't just win in the end. Jesus has won, Jesus is winning, mm-hmm. and he's always going to win. Yes. That's too limited to say in the end. Okay. Jesus is sovereign over everything at this moment, gotcha. and he is victorious over everything at this moment. Sure. It, it doesn't feel like it. Right. I think it's probably going to get worse, and it's not going to feel like it. Right. That doesn't mean he's not victorious. He yeah. is. Yeah, and we could really chase some theology. There, I'm sure we could. We're, we're just chasing caveats right yep. now. Yep. So caveat. Yep. Seventh caveat. You ready for this? I found this nugget and I thought it was... What if I said no? I'm going to keep on. Okay, great. <laughs> sure, I'm ready for it, Matt. Bring it. There are 404 verses in the book of Revelation. Did you count them all? No. Okay. I read this somewhere. And you just blindly trusted it? Yes. You're not going to go count? No. You're a bad scholar. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> 404 verses in the book of Revelation. There are 518 references to the Old Testament. Wow. That blew me away. Okay. Why is that important? John assumes we know the Old Testament. John assumes a lot in his writing. <laughs> yes, just, he does. Let's just say that. He assumes you and I are enriched, entranced, transformed by the first 39 books of the Bible. And so when we read stuff, we've got to, we've got to remember that we may, it may seem foreign to us, but in John's listeners, a lot of them are going to be able, oh, yeah, he said that in Daniel. Yeah. He said that in Ezekiel. He said that here. So our challenge now is not just to read Revelation, but the whole Old Testament yes. by Sunday yeah, morning. Yeah, by Sunday morning. Here we go. Yes. I, I, I mentioned that because it's, it's so important to keep that in mind. God didn't give John new things necessarily, right. but this stuff is st- – God still works in this way even in this time. Yeah. And so just let's keep, let's keep that in mind. 518 references. One, one scholar I read said that – 
more than likely every book of the Old Testament is referenced hmm. in the in, in the book of Revelation. We'll get your research assistant on that one to yeah. figure out if yeah. that's the case. Yeah, do that. Number next. This is number eight. <laughs> number next. Good. Yes. That's how they count in Alabama, everybody. Um, yeah, I, I want to I say this, and this hopefully is obvious, but uh, we're approaching Revelation. I'm not trying to address anything here, meaning the society as it is. Gotcha. Inflation, uh, Black Lives Matter, Southern Baptist Convention, sexual abuse scandal, right. wars, uh, all this stuff. I think some of these things have come to play. But I'm not. I'm not approaching Revelation now because I think this is the time per right. se. Yeah. I, I believe God's going to use it during this time. I hope He does. We're we're approaching Revelation right now because we're doing John. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. so if you're sitting there thinking, well, he's just saying this because of this. No, this was this was on my radar before 22 even started. Mm-hmm. And uh, since we're in John, wanted to continue with John. Number nine. I have no charts. I have no predictions. I have no dates to give you. Do you have any images? I'm going to let the text reveal the images. Mm. Um, I'm, I may put a picture up there. I don't have one right now in my mind that I'm going to. That may come. I've got a couple uh, I can give you. Okay, do that. Do that. I, I am not going to give dates of when I think Jesus is sure. going to return. Yeah. I am not going to give charts. I'm not going to make predictions. Um, I want our congregation, Dave, to have their imagination informed by the book of Revelation, informed by the Bible. And I really hope that we are like David when he approached Goliath. All of Israel was scared to death, Mm -hmm. but David had been with God, and his complete confidence in that moment was that God was going to prevail. Sure. Um, And I would love for the church at West Franklin to come out of this series on the book of Revelation and say, we've got a major giant that's against God and his people, but we have a bigger God. So let's can we camp on that for yeah, just a sure. couple seconds? Because mm-hmm. I know we have some folks in our congregation. How should they approach you during this time then? Because you're like, I'm not going to come in with all these things, mm-hmm. but they've got all these things. And a lot of them are passionate mm-hmm. and are sold that I'm right. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen. How should we encourage them because we don't want to ignore them we don't want to just turn them off but at mm-hmm. the same time if that's not our purpose right we don't want to lose focus I, I don't I don't believe it's John's purpose I'm mentioning this here as a caveat because I, I I want you to I want our listeners to understand what they're what they're getting right and if they're if you're looking for me to come with predictions and charts and timelines you're gonna be sorely disappointed right um, you can come to me and we can talk I'm probably not going to have a good rebuttal because I'm just not. I also want to say this, Dave, that I could be wrong. I don't believe John or the Spirit and John intended for his readers to sit down and dissect every image. Sure. When this was sent to the churches, it was read aloud. And his mind, his goal, as a poet does, is to help help the familiar become in, intense mm-hmm. colorful right imaginative yes it seems like things are bad and getting worse but jesus is right king yeah that's that's true i've got one suggestion yeah if we have folks that are like hey i want to sit and share with you all of my research and all of my deep conclusions Let's just go ahead and promise them that we are going to go buy what what is collectively known as the magic eight ball. 
and all we're going to respond with is whatever comes up on the magic eight ball. We're not even okay. going to ask questions. You say that? Mm-hmm. No, it will not be. <laughs> Shake it again. Good. Maybe. Good. And, and, and I think that would work. Mm-hmm. I've done that with you teenagers know, before. Uh, well, there's no doubt. There's going to have you. Yeah. That's awesome. There's probably going to be probably dozens of, of those that are listening in the congregation or even online that have studied Revelation hours upon uh-huh. hours more than I have. Yeah. Days, weeks sure. more than I have. Because you, you're last minute, right? I know. You're shooting me in the face. <laughs> I, I'm going to approach this as big picture. What was John trying to accomplish? Why did God give him this vision? And for every person that has spent hours upon hours studying this, I guarantee there's 10 that have spent no time studying this. Mm-hmm. And and this is an approach for the whole church, mm-hmm. not just a small mm-hmm. yeah. segment. I'm going to approach this as a pastor to his church. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be great. Which leads me to the very last caveat, and I probably hopefully say this every 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 day or every week. I believe God's aim, John's aim, in this whole book, the goal is for us to be consumed with the living Christ. Mm. Yeah. The last prayer John prays, come Lord Jesus. Yeah. The goal is worship of Jesus. The goal is not to try to figure out a date, not to try to figure out a time, right. not to try to figure out who the Antichrist is, right. not to try to figure out what, who's 666 on their forehead. The goal of this is for us as his people to have confidence in, trust in, and worship Christ. That's the goal. And it's throughout the entire book. Yeah. You can, if if you're even remotely paying attention yeah. to Revelation, you can't mm-hmm. not see that. Yep. So yep. that's good. So word. that's that's going to be my aim is us to to worship worship Jesus. So those are the those are the caveats I had, Dave. I, I hope that helps folks to to know where I'm coming from, and hopefully gets people excited about the series. Yeah, and l- let's just say if you have questions about Revelation, yeah. we're not saying don't ask. Yeah. We want you to don't, come. Ask don't be scared to ask. Yeah, but if you're like, I need a four hour session with you to lay out all the things you may get it in 2025 <laughs> we'll see if you've got legit questions about the book of revelation you really want some pastoral counsel on some stuff let me let let any staff know we'd be more than happy to sit down with you all right matt any other caveats just pray for the spirit's anointing here we go then yeah. hey we want to say thanks for letting us invade your day with a special episode of West Franklin Talks and taking some time to hear Matt's caveats and hear him count like an Alabamian number next <laughs> alright we'll be back next week with number next of West Franklin Talks we hope you'll come and join us in the meantime you be good you be safe and may the Lord bless you and keep you